paid for this program, so I'm not sure why. <laughs> like a soundboard or something? Yeah, it's like a soundboard. I oh, get, I see. But it's not letting me use it. But anyways, right, um, right. let's get into it. It is now spooky season. It is October 7th. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Same Shit Different Day podcast. Today, it has taken us a while and a lot of technical difficulties, but we finally have the one and only Mr. Blaze and Plays on. Um, I'll let him introduce himself. Go ahead and say hi, Blaze. What's up, everybody? My name is Blaze. I am a, a horror genre streamer. Mostly play a lot of the horror games, and I also do all the cool things. So uh, check out my streams. I am on Twitch and TikTok. Also upload my videos to YouTube. Blaze and Plays. Uh, Blaze and Plays live on TikTok. But yeah. What's up, everyone? Yes, it is so happy. I'm so happy to have you on here, especially you know now that it's October spooky season. I'm excited. I'm pretty sure you're ex- excited. You know, you're playing a lot of new horror games right now. Um, what's one that's your favorite that you're playing right now? Uh, so far, my favorite horror genre for right now is is got to be Dying Light. Mm-hmm. Um, very reminiscent of uh, like a Dead Island game. And that's a game that came out a while ago, and and uh, just haven't had any kind of game where a good zombie slasher exploration, cool missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dying Light's Dying Light's got to be my my favorite game favorite game right now. Um, second to Stalker, though I do got to say, but yeah, right now it's Dying Light. So one of my favorite horror games is actually the one that you're playing right now, uh, The Last of Us, but the second game. The reason why I feel like the second one is more, I guess you could say, uh, suspenseful or scarier. Um, I don't want to ruin it, hopefully, uh, but there's these different types of zombies in the second game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've been playing the first one. As you see, they kind of just roam around and you kind of find the zombies and kill them. Right. I hope I'm not butchering this but i believe they're called stalker zombies so it's like if you're running through a dark um part of the map and you're using your light and you hear noises and you know that you right. can you can use your sense to see where they are in the game right that little um that sense where like it highlights them oh the zombie sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you can still do that but these zombies they don't they don't highlight so it's harder for you to see them and that's why they're called stalkers is because when you're moving around they're following you <laughs> and there's been times when i've been playing that game and i look behind me and you see them the the, the game uh, developers purposely made them peek through corners to freak you out so as soon as you turn the light to them they disappear so that really <laughs> has been one of my favorite horror games um i would say I would rec- I'm I'm excited for you to play. I um if anyone knows or anyone in Blaze's chat is here, you've probably seen me in his chat. Um I watch him play a lot and I don't think I've told you this. You're actually a pretty decent dying light player. You, <laughs> you Hey, I appreciate that. I've, I've seen you do some missions and you're pretty good. Better than I would say, you know, myself. I I've died a couple of times running at night, but you're pretty good at it. I, I'm not going to lie. Thanks, um, man. Uh, so those that reminds me of those crying angel statues from that. Uh, oh, what's that, Doctor? Uh, man, what's that? Uh, that really cool Doctor Who. Doctor Who. I've never seen that show, but my brother has. Show. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's I've... an episode where there's called there's with the weeping angels. 
Um, and basically the same thing. They're just statues that when you're looking at them, they're not doing anything, but you mm-hmm. turn away and then you look behind and then all of a sudden they're right behind you make, like trying to grab you and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's... That, that's what that reminds me of. So that's, that's pretty cool. Is there anything that gives you the heebie-jeebies? The heebie-jeebies? Yeah. I guess, I guess underwater stuff. Underwater just, stuff. Yeah, just why? Just because our ocean is unexplored, and mm-hmm. um, it, not even so much just like the water itself. It's just what is in it that we can't see. So there's there's now this part in Dying Two of this map where it's like that sunken city, mm-hmm. and there's like some parts where you have to go underneath, and that kind of, that part has been the most frightening for me. Is oh. just not not being able to navigate clearly underneath. I share that. And I share it, that it made with it all you. murky, and yeah, I can't. I have I have a, uh, a deep fear of the ocean. I don't. I, I just I can't. I can't be out there not knowing. Yeah, it's like the same. I, what's underneath me? What's around me? I, 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 yep. <laughs> you won't see me anywhere near the ocean, people. And me and Blaze will be on land. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We I just saw. I, I don't stay in the ocean for far too long so no yeah big fears of mine um so how long have you been twitch streaming for uh, i would say about uh an dedicated actual streaming uh, decision for about a year and a half two years mm-hmm. same time as my wife it was actually uh the idea was to actually get her started streaming and mm-hmm. uh actually found it intriguing very intriguing myself and kind of started it and it's allowed me to break out of my shell, so to speak. And uh, it's also helped me in my career, too, which is pretty cool. Just being able to talk to people, being more open, open-minded to, like, new ideas and um, hanging out with different uh, pe- people that I really wouldn't normally hang out with. And now now we're, like, really cool friends. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Um, how far do you see yourself taking this? Uh I th- I see myself continuing as much as I can. Honestly, it's nothing that I really, um, it's nothing that I'm really, what is it, like forced to do. It's something mm-hmm. that I like to do and love to mm-hmm. do. And I've always reminded myself to keep it at something that I like to do and love to do. Mm-hmm. Don't ever push myself to the point where I feel like it's work. And at some point, maybe eventually, if if it gets to that point, then obviously there's going to be more more higher level decisions, such as well, I got to hire this person or that person, so I can continue to maintain that level of I, I still enjoy this. Mm-hmm. It's just all about levels of of there's levels to the streaming thing, right? And right. And I think uh, there's a lot of people who have path who have paved that path. And it's just about replicating what success, what the, that success is. It's, mm-hmm. It really is as simple as that. And also just being yourself and doing new things. That's what that does. It, that is what, what gets noticed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm noticing now more and more that it's not so much of like the, um, the dramatic, like, or not the, not the dramatic. It's like what, what, what is being caught fame now? It's not so much more of the aggressive stuff. It's not like, the prank stuff, all that's all the all the prank stuff, like the the hurtful prank stuff. Oh yeah, um, like like stealing people's phones or maybe like like hitting people with like water or something, something harmless that seems harmless, mm-hmm. but is still kind of like causing like a kind of a physical 
kind of something to somebody else like that stuff is being called out now so you're not you're not seeing more aggressive physical pranks anymore it's more of like the funny ones um where you you don't really affect or touch other people you kind of just make them laugh Mm -hmm. and everybody moves on with their day like those are the more pranks that you see which i I really appreciate and i think that's also kind of um forming itself in the streaming space Mm -hmm. outside of outside of kick though because kick is just a weird it's it's in a weird spot right now yeah so ignore kick everywhere else though it's kind of like this kick 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 out of your life yeah (laughs) exactly like that and uh um like like, only for me is because um they're just super irresponsible right now Mm -hmm. as to like what they're allowing you know right yeah i mean people go to extreme lengths just to get views and it's kind of you know hard to get behind because you know i like what you say you're doing it because you love doing it and some people you clearly see that they just want the views and the likes and the clicks but right i have a big uh favorite youtuber that i love to watch and he's here he's a local texan he's called texas bushman harmless pranks he dresses up as a bush uh at, at san antonio Riverwalk or anywhere that's you know high foot traffic and he dresses up as a bush and just stands up you know, it, 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 you can really see the joy in people's faces, especially, again, spooky time. It's October. He's out there doing his work. Um, it, it really brings joy to people. I was, exactly. in San, yeah, I was in San Antonio on the Riverwalk with Bia not too long ago. I think it was like last year. And she wasn't feeling too good. So we took a, 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 a pause right before we, you know, there was this, all this you know, green bushes and everything. And we're like, how about we just go upstairs? Um, you know, get something to drink, you know, take a load off. And as soon as we start walking up the stairs, a couple that was behind us kept walking straight and got scared by the Bushman. And I knew him at that point. Like, I've seen his videos and everything. And I I was like, babe, I got to go down there and say hi to him. Like, this guy, he's hilarious. And then when I talked to him, he's like, I was this close to scaring you guys. But you turned the corner and went up. And I was like, it would have been an honor to be to have been scared by you. Um, <laughs> And another prank that I love, love watching is uh, Brazilians are actually really good pranksters. They're pretty funny. Um, there's this one prank that they, I, I wouldn't say they invented, but I think is really been popular by them, is that there's these two pranksters walking, again, more high foot traffic, and one is holding up pamphlets. You know, hey, you know, you want a pamphlet? No, no. And then this other prankster who's in on the joke, he's coming in. He's like, no, I don't want it. And so the guy handing the pamphlets kicks him and forces him when him to take it. And behind him, the next couple or family sees that happen, and they start taking his pamphlets because they don't want to be abused like him. And so it's, it's a harmless prank that didn't happen to anyone. You know, he's in on the joke, and you know they're just like, okay, I'm gonna just take this. I I don't want to mess with this guy. But it's 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 very funny. You know, harmless pranks are. It's it's good all around, you know. No one wants to do any of that, hurt anyone, or make them feel bad, and and things like exactly. that. Exactly, and that's kind of where I think a lot of where the streaming space is starting to come around to, where you're going to have your super hype streamers, which they're doing their own thing, or you're pretty much being invited to to the party. And there's a lot of really cool streamers like that, uh, like High Sonat, you know. And, oh yeah. And then, but then you got your really extreme. I would say like extreme side of of streamers which we're not even going to touch again most of those are on kick but then mm-hmm. but then most of what you're seeing a lot now is the 
like the cool, like the chill or like the party, but like mm-hmm. none of this like aggressive going around trolling um other people. Like unless they're like playing like a, their own game, like their own single game like Fade, who plays Apex. Mm-hmm. Super good at Apex. Very popular Twitch streamer. And he doesn't do anything besides just play his game and troll the people that he's facing. And that's that's that. He's not actively going onto other streams or causing like trouble with other people. He's just, he's just doing his own thing and chilling. And I think for, for that's what I tell myself is as long as I continue to do what I like to do, which is just play the games that I want to play and hang out and chill. I'm going to mm-hmm. meet those people that want to do the same and or enjoy those vibes and want to hang out because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, man, especially after the pandemic. And I feel like people just, just need to really need to relax. And there's that yeah. similar sentiment across many people. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with you that on as well. Like we're all human beings. We can all get together. We don't have to be in such anger. And like, I just recently took a vacation and it was uh South Padre Island. And it's kind of separated from, you know, it's like, it, it's a big bridge that connects it still civilized and everything like that pretty close to mexico but it just once we got on the island everything felt a lot slower you know people weren't in a rush no one was really angry at each other yeah you know everyone just kind of took their time doing things and it's just coming back you know closer to the city is just you see that mindset is different people are just miserable you know they just want to get to their place as fast as they can get it over with and it's just they're taking themselves too serious. You know, we're here, you know, to, to live life. We're not here to make someone rich. So do what you want to do that makes you happy and, you know, that you love to do. Don't, don't be out here just like stressing yourself out because in the long run, you know, your health is what, what matters. Your, your sanity is what matters. So do what you love, you know? <laughs> and, right, um, exactly. Yeah, no, let's get, let's get back on topic here. We're, we're, I love, I love going off topic with you because we could go for hours, but <laughs> there's a couple more questions I want to ask you. For sure. Um, yeah. I want to get a little to know about Blaze a little bit more, um, what it was like in your childhood and, and going to school for you. Um, how was that? Uh, so going to school for me was just any kind of public environment where just, yeah, public school. Um, I was born and raised in, uh, in Michigan and, Ever since I was, I would say, um, I'm going to close my window for a second. Give me one moment. No problem. So uh, where I was raised was basically back in Michigan and uh, born and raised back in Michigan. And it's basically mm-hmm. a public school environment setting. Uh, very similar experiences, I believe. So you always had your bullies, you had your, you had your jocks, you had all your, your different cliques, right? I feel like I, through my middle school, through high school, I feel like I, kind of experimented with different styles of like clothing and who I wanted to be just really discovering myself. Right. So I was a goth. I was like the Mr. T wearing all the chains. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what through high school I kind of wore. I just kind of just wore what was, I thought just, just cool, I guess. I don't know. Um, there wasn't really anything like, like special or like name brand or anything. I didn't really focus on labels and stuff. What music were you just, listening to? There was a lot of uh, uh, electronic and heavy metal at that time. And nice. so um, right, I think right at the end of um, of high school and I was starting to learn my, uh, for, I was starting to go for my 
uh, desktop support uh, certificate. It was basically some Microsoft certificates. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, I was listening to uh, some classical music, which is which was actually different. Yeah, exactly. So I start, uh, started getting introduced into that, um, and then I I uh, mostly had a as far as my experience in in like childhood and whatnot. I, I would say I mostly had a really great childhood. I would thank my parents for that. They put me through sports, uh, the martial arts. There was a lot of uh, um, like uh, what's the word discipline that yes. I was taught very early on, so I didn't have to feel like I had to fight anybody. It was kind of cool though to have gone through martial arts, just because I, I could I could see when people are getting mad and learning mm-hmm. from my sensei at the time as to like not to engage or how to avoid those kind of energies and people. So it was more about just staying out of trouble, really, which really helped me a lot because towards high school and the end of it, I did start hanging out with the wrong group of people and just really didn't focus on education too much at that point, which. Um, in retrospect, you know, we, we, all, we could all change things. And that might've been the one thing I could change is just focus on school a bit better, but mm-hmm. I'm going to school now. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm in my last year of my, uh, computer information systems degree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it's a business degree. So I'm sorry. That was my cat. No, it's um, okay. But yeah, so it was, it was, I would say just more, more like the, the grassy, if you ever seen the grassy, just a lot of drama, right? There was no shootings, just, thankfully, but like with Drake, right? Well, that's that's the show you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. Drake. Yeah, and there, there was like no shootings and stuff that I've I thankfully experienced. But yeah, there was all kinds of things like drugs. You had like all your drama, mm-hmm. all that. Um, yeah, all that, all that, and that show. So basically, that. So you were pretty disciplined, you say. Do you felt like you ever lost yeah. it and almost got into a fight or anything like that? Was that ever in your no? I, I would say so. No, no. It actually take it actually helped me get out of football just because I found football to be too aggressive for me and I, mm-hmm. and like yeah, team sports and all that. But that was just one sport where I just I just wasn't vibing with it, and it just it wasn't anything particular with the team. Like I was cool with the, with the players and whatnot, but I don't know. Um, I feel like sometimes when I'm trying to play and hang out with friends or, or whatnot, just having that super type of aggression. It's a lot of, it was a lot of energy for me. It was more, it was more metaphysical energy mm-hmm. than it was like any actual trouble. I just didn't, I just enjoy it. You know? Right. Right. I mean, sometimes trouble finds you and uh, sometimes people go looking for trouble. So it's yeah it's trouble found to... me for sure trouble <laughs> found me for sure in other ways during in high school um but as far as like actually me actively going out and seeking it no right you seem like a pretty good person kind of you know in your ways and yeah i'm I'm not I'm not sure why some people are just aggressive in, in, in many ways but you know i think it's it's always about an underlying issue anger or something happening at home that they always just try to take it out to other right. people in public but right. I've always found that if you're angry, go and try a martial arts. It, it really helps. Um, it helped me because I was very, very angry. Um, I, I was bullied a lot in, in middle school. I was angry at that. I, I, I was mad that I couldn't defend myself. And I felt like I needed to to learn how to defend myself. And when I did, I calmed down a lot. I said, I don't need to go and show this off or 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 
you know, go and fight the first person I see. It's more what I've learned I've and the discipline I've received that made me feel a lot better about myself and it gave me more confidence to do other things, you know, to get a better job, actually. Because before that, I didn't have the confidence. I thought I was just going to work, you know, regular, you know, grocery store jobs. And then, But I felt like being able to have that confidence within myself, it made me want to tackle other things in my life. So, yeah, I feel like it was always a great thing learning martial arts and um, I'm I'm glad to see that it worked out for you too as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like it did. I feel like I learned a lot with martial arts and helped me navigate a lot of situations for sure. So we definitely have that similar similar experience. Do you That's practice to this thing? I don't yet. I do want to practice Aikido with my wife. I, we mm-hmm. want to. That's our next. Uh, um, that's the one where you use like the other, like the opponents Strengths. or the other person's. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Their momentum and what they do and stuff against them. And not just, not just for the physical, but as mentioned before, the metaphysical, I'm really interested as to what they teach and the insights provided there as to how to mentally use, use and, um, like, push their push that negative energy back to people and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like I do an all right all right job of that now just because of I've I've been reading a lot of self help help books mm-hmm. um for years now since like I want to say like 2012 uh around there and to this day I'm still reading self help books. Like the one I'm reading right now is uh Psycho Cybernetics. Psycho Cybernetics. Um, yeah, and it's basically talking about how we have a automatic system in our brain which follows our initiatives, our motives, our wants, and it's, and it's about tuning that and, and being able to direct this energy of what you want towards exactly what you want and and the like the good things of what you want, not the negative things. Because if you put so for example, is like if you put your energy and your mind towards Oh well, I got to pay these bills. Well, you're gonna get mm-hmm. more bills in your life. Versus, you should be thinking, all the all my bills are paid, or I have everything covered. And if you start thinking in that in that sense, over time you'll start seeing that's your reality. So it's it's things like that, mm-hmm. changing your mindset and whatnot. So Aikido, I feel like would be able to do that, help me refine a lot of what I'm trying to understand in, in that in that realm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I always tell people, I mean, five years are going to pass, 10 years are going to pass. What you do with that time, it's ultimately up to you. And we can always keep learning. Don't limit yourself after high school to stop learning. You can continue learning and be a better person. Learn a new language, per se. You know, it's, we're here to to explore. I mean, I think it's in our nature to explore and to want to get out and to to find things and and to learn. So, I mean, don't don't limit yourself. You know, there's a whole world out there to us. We're not just limited to the state that we live in or the county lines or the neighborhoods. You know, out there and and learning about different cultures and and something that's always inspired me. I I, I love learning about different cultures and um and how they interact within their communities and what they do to keep themselves healthy. Um, I mean, even even mushrooms is something that uh, a lot of cultures do to eat because it provides a lot of neurological stimulation, I believe. And it even connects some nerve 
uh, brain cells that we've never had before. And it just gives a lot of clarity to people. And um, I even heard that it helps with a lot of migraines. You know, it even helps with um, a lot of people's just depression as well. Just just being able to to feel better about yourself. And I know mushrooms can work in, in a lot of different ways like that. Um, even when it comes to medicinal marijuana, I feel like those two things, one of right. the most natural things in the world that you can get that no one has uh, put in a lab to go ahead and, and to make it a benefit for people. This is grown from the earth and we've banned it. But things like, um, per se, uh, you know, heroin or cocaine, you know, I mean, they're still coming out of, of certain plants, but they've taken that plant and put it into something else. You know, with, with marijuana, it's just basically grab it out of the bud, you know, do what you want with it there. You can even make hemp and, and, and things natural to yourself. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that they they use it for medical, you know, for painkillers and 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 Vicodin things that needed for for people in that area. For but sure. the fact that they've pushed it so far to where there's uh, that epidemic, that uh, opioid epidemic now. There's hundreds and hundreds of people that are homeless because they've been addicted to it, and they just push that so much on people. It's it's like how do you how do you ban the other things that are better for people because you can't charge and tax it because anyone can grow it <laughs> and live off of it and it's it's just so upsetting to see um and i'm glad that there's other countries and cultures out there that really do see the benefit into it and you know you can see that their lifestyles you know and everything like that it's it's really good but um here i go going off track again please you gotta keep me in order <laughs> it's all good man <laughs> it's all good um Let's see. So we've been talking about where you uh, grew up and went to school and, you know, got to know you a little bit better. Um, is there anything out there that people wouldn't expect you to have as a hobby? You know, something that, you know, out of the ordinary? Um, sorry, say, can you rephr not rephrase that, but say it one more time? Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, we, I we know you right. as you play video games and you're, you're very much into Excel spreadsheets. That's what you do for work. What do you do that that's, you know, if we were to look at you and say, like, I would not expect him to have that hobby. You know, is there anything like that that you have or you're pretty much? Oh, oh, oh I thought, okay. You are. Yeah, I thought, I thought you meant like what was like expected in like my work and, and or something. Oh, okay. No, no. I completely misheard that the first time. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So outside of work, school, streaming, I am also, I'm also experimenting with music, music production. Recently picked up Ableton and a synthesizer, so I've been Ooh. just yeah very recent. So I've been I also have a, uh, a, a music theory for computer musicians book, which is basically teaching me how to use these doll applications, mm -hmm. um, like Ableton and whatnot. So what he, what what the book it, that I'm learning is from uh, Ableton. Uh, it is more about Ableton example, so it's very helpful. And so, yeah, I've just been taking my time and with priorities and stuff with school and work. Clearly, it's mm -hmm. it's taking a little bit longer. Just I know in the summer I'll be able to focus more. So I'm uh, still just continuing. I do. I also do like DJing and as well. Um, but Ooh. what motivated to what motivated me to do music production is to eventually mix my own music. So that's the goal. And um, I already had a, a request to remix a, uh, a Christmas song 
Uh, oh. I think Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. So um, I'm already Early experiencing that. Spotify. Let's go. <laughs> right, right. That, might, that one might be a, a kind of a SoundCloud or something because it's got a, got a remix. But, or, yeah, right, right. Copyrights and all that. And I get the copyrights, exactly. So like my actual, like my my own personal projects, of course, that's going to be blasted everywhere. Um, so yeah, uh, like I, I looked up uh, how to to like post it on like these other applications like Spotify, Tidal, um, and like yeah, it's a, it's really, it's a really cool journey. I feel I feel good when I explore music. It's always helped me out in my life, whether it's just getting through certain times, uh, making special moments, or helping with helping with school recently. It's been it's been huge so yeah, yeah i mean some big respect yeah, to all country. artists they really put a lot of their heart and their songs that they write i mean if you listen to a lot of lyrics and you really like sit down and listen to it you can see that a lot of pain and hurt that a lot of artists have gone through in their lives and they put it into a song and when they sing it or when they perform it you really just see all of that come through and it's just it's it's a great thing to see all the time um and i respect artists because that takes quite a bit of time just going back and forth creating a beat out of nothing like honestly just is is amazing to me <laughs> but that's big respect i mean breaking news as well guys we're gonna have dj blaze <laughs> is what it's gonna be <laughs> I, I don't know if that's what the name is gonna be but it sounds like a good name so far um so yeah whenever his records come out uh be sure to drop a track and share it to everyone you know i think with the music part it's just a little bit more that's like one of the more intimidating so i kind of have like i struggle with um opening up and that's kind of goes back to where we started uh, talking about with streaming and how i started streaming and if you look at my first i have i don't even know if i ever recorded i should have i think i have some very I have some old videos, but not like the very first videos of when I started streaming, but there's still even a difference between then and now. And um, yeah, I just remember just not being as talkative, being super nervous about having to like, oh, I got to I gotta make sure I'm, I am attentive or I got to make sure that I don't look like bored or something. I never was bored. It's just like these things that you think of, you know? So yeah, you get really focused into it and some people see it yeah. as something different and you know, you're kind of just in the zone, you know? Um, and, and, and this is funny you say that is that a lot of people always think I'm a really aggressive person just cause I have this look on my face, like I'm mad, but I'm not, I'm just thinking, you know, like what if a bear, <laughs> I'm just thinking like, what if a bear just fell in the woods, you know, like would anyone help him? Or is he just going to stay there hurt or what happened? I mean, I just think of the most random things and I have just this weird look on my face. Um, and I've asked my wife, like, do you think I'm not an approachable guy just the way I look? And she says, yes. But when you start talking, you're that people see how nice you are and that you're actually really friendly. But you just the look on you is like, don't fuck with me. Look, I mean, I got tattoos that. I mean, if you look at them, you probably think like I've gone through some shit, but I just really like culture. And it's uh, it's called the Vijvisir. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. 
It's a compass that the Vikings used to use back in the day. Uh, if you look at it or you search it up on Google, uh, it, you'll see it kind of like as a compass and, and different uh, drawings in each way, northeast, southwest, northwest, northeast. And they would use this okay. compass um, as their life uh, to kind of guide them through their lives. Um, each one would, each arrow going up north or south or west would stand either for honor, character, compassion, um, loyalty. And I think that's something that's great, you know, that you can use in your life to make sure that you kind of stay straight no matter how much those big waves or those storms in the ocean try to hit you and take you off your off your track or your destination, you know, just following that. And then under that, I have Hunyin and Munyin, which is Odin's uh, ravens that would always uh, hover above him and let him know if there was any danger in front of him or behind him. Oh, and right. then below that, I have the Tree of Life. and But going through the Tree of Life is Odin's spear. Um, so very cool on that. And then my other side of my hand I call is what's called Makwahitle. Uh, and it was basically the weapon that the Aztecs would use. If you, if I say this, you're probably going to remember it. I don't know if you've ever gone on Aztec uh, history or anything like that. But it's it has this like obsidian on the side and it kind of looks like a chainsaw. You ever seen that weapon? I have. Now that you're describing it, it's starting to come into... What's it called again? Let me look it up. Makwahitle. It's very, and the way I'm saying it, people are going to tell me that I'm wrong because when I've searched this up, it's been pronounced different ways. So I pronounced it as much as I've heard it from, I guess you can say, authentic people that have lived in Mexico for mostly their lives. Makwahitle. Makwahitle. How does he spell it? M A C U A H U I T L. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I've, I've seen that before. Yeah. So that I have that tattooed on my other side, but in the middle of it, I have the Aztec um, calendar, the sun calendar. Nice. You know what that is? Yeah. So that's yeah. in the oh, middle. Yeah. And so I don't look like an approachable guy. <laughs> I look quite scary to some people, um, but I'm, I'm all about cool. love. Yes. I love that culture and I love um, learning about other cultures. One culture I love learning about is Polynesians, Samoans and Tongans, um, the way that they've lived off their islands and um, they come together as a whole village and, you know, they eat together and they're just a big, big family. Um, back in Utah, when I lived in Utah, I had a lot of big Polynesian friends. I even worked with this uh, lady. Her name was Sela. I loved her so much. She was so friendly. But when you saw her from afar, you didn't think she was an approachable woman either. Like she would like beat the shit out of you or something if you uh, said something to her wrong. But she was very, very nice. She invited me and Bia over for Thanksgiving once. And man. They had so much food, but it was so good. And Man. I love their families, just how they just come together and they have their parties and everything like that. They're, and Bia, when she used to work as a loss prevention officer um, back in, uh, I think it was in Utah, in West Jordan, she had these two coworkers, big Polynesian, uh, Darius and Jordan were their names. We call them DJ, you know, both one was D, the other one was J. And they, Blaze, when I'm telling you, these are like six foot four, 300 pound Polynesians, muscle men. Like she would approach. My wife is 
it's pretty short, you know, she's, uh, and, and petite as well. Uh, so whenever she would approach someone saying, Hey, you know, I, I see that you stole that. Please come with me to this office. Who's going to listen to her? They're going to step aside and walk out with whatever they stole. But whenever they would do that, she would have D and J right behind her and they would just pick up the app. They call them apprehensions or shoplifter. And they would yeah. pick them up and they couldn't do anything. They, exactly. Like one would grab one on the right hand and the other one. And the guy's feet were just swinging. Right. <laughs> so they had to bring them to the other door to put them in their office. Now, when that happened, people were in the parking lot seeing that happen. And when we have to call the cops, you know, we have to tell them, hey, we, we need someone down here to, you know, ID this person or, you know, we're going to criminally trespass him or we're going to charge him for what he stole. So a cop needs to come down here. So as they were calling the cop, they were like, the dispatcher was like, hey, did you just get like a white man in your office and two guys were helping you? And she was like, yeah, that's two of our employees here, Darian, Darius and, and Jordan. And she's like, oh, okay. Because we just got multiple calls saying that two Polynesian men were kidnapping a white man. And we didn't know who it was. So we just wanted to make sure that was you guys. So they, had <laughs> they were kidnapping someone. Being... Right. Oh, my gosh. That, that's great. That's actually great. So, yes. Um, don't mess with Polynesians because they got, they got friends and they will fuck you up. Um, yes. Yeah. I definitely uh, it's it's crazy you say that because i've been watching some cool videos of like tattoos of and like traditions and rituals of polynesian just really cool really cool culture oh have you seen how they tattoo the yeah where they hammer it yeah it's like a turtle shell i think it's a turtle shell that they sharpened and they just use a stick and they tap 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 crazy they crazy have man. that in utah authentic tattooing if you because i've been wanting to get it. one just like that the, the i, I think that's my next one i want to get is a, a traditional polynesian one if you can see Dwayne the rock johnson probably the most famous person out there that has a polynesian tattoo right. um and his is really really cool it goes to his chest and comes out to his shoulder really really cool um, right. Do you have tattoos? I don't think I've ever asked you that. I don't have tattoos. Nope, I don't have tattoos. Oh, your body's a temple, right? <laughs> I just, I've never really found an artist or a tattoo that really just, I, I gotta have it, you know? Right, right. Not, not against them. I just, just haven't really seen one that I like. Um, really do you have anything or planned? Like, or you just still haven't even really found what you look for or want? Yeah, it's one of those things where if I find it, it'll come across, it'll happen. There's, um, I've been to some conventions, had two conventions before, and I've seen some cool artists, and I almost got one uh, back piece of a uh, of the Mexican eagle. Um, Ooh. And so, yeah, so maybe we'll see. It's are you are you into your heritage at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just just really haven't thought about like exactly what I want to put my body i know that i want to put a lot of aztec like if it was going to be anything it'd be a lot of aztec design mm -hmm. i've always wondered i've always wondered if there is something that's traditional like the polynesian and that's kind of why i've always been intrigued in watching those videos so the tattoos of traditional cultures because i've always been wondering like is there something like that for for aztec or mexicans or you know that'd be really cool if it was specifically aztec mexicans so 
Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. One, one I want to really get is called Quetzalcoatl. Have you heard of that? Uh, that sounds familiar. Is that the mountain? The, the feathered serpent, I think. I, I might have even pronounced it wrong. So, I mean, come for me at the comments if you want. But I think it's called Quetzal. To the Aztecs, Quetzalcoatl, as his name indicates, a feathered serpent. He was a creator, deity, and having contributed, you got to pay more to read. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what's very interesting about, I guess, our history is that 100,000 miles away in China, they were also have dragons and flying serpents that they have in their history. Um, so, the fact that that's also represented in Aztec culture so far away and the, also that the pyramids, you know, there's one in uh, Mexico and then there's one all the way in Egypt. Um, there's one all the way in Antarctica that I never even knew about. Like, this is something that was back in the day. And I wonder if like, what was going on? What were you guys doing back then that we don't know about? Cause you guys were worshiping a feathered serpent. Like that's, that's pretty major to to see that you know and i think that's yeah. a pretty cool thing to to tattoo um maybe you can get that you know like a wrapped around your thigh all sexy and everything just be like right here <laughs> <tattoo> <laughs> the one the one asset guy that i really vibe with that i have researched before is uh i think it's it's pronounced zochipili zochipili it's like x-o-c-h-i-p-i-l-l-i I don't know how I came across it. It's been uh, it's been a while since I did, but yeah, that's one that I remember really yeah, vibing man. with. I'll hold your hand if you want me to while you get oh, while you get a tattoo. You know? <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, for like you. I said, it's just it's just one of those things where I, uh, I'm not completely against it. Just haven't really. It's not like my main focus, you know. It's not like oh, I'm gonna go out and get it, you know. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I just when I, I, just when I meet you in person, we're gonna go get some drinks, and I'm gonna get a tattoo on you by the end of the night. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't drink, I don't drink either. <laughs> I, I, I drink actually, I actually drink kombucha. Kombucha, I have a, uh, a kombucha in my fridge. I was drinking yeah. it yesterday morning. I, I try not to drink it all because then I'm in the bathroom the whole day. But increments. Yeah, it it's definitely uh kick, definitely kickstarts the system for sure. Um, yes but, but like that's my only alcoholic that recently yeah i mean alcohol definitely have a history nothing like major but like legal wise it's just situations yes i mean i've always i've always had a difficult with people you know drinking um i lost someone close to myself that was uh a real good friend to mine and he was my cousin and you know lost him to drunk driving and it does get That's if terrible. you don't drink responsibly it does get pretty bad and exactly uh, yep so yeah i mean i'm glad that you've overcome that and the life that i see you living now i mean you're a very happy person i don't think al alcohol can really have a hold on people's lives and really make a danger to it like how many stories have you heard about an abusive alcoholic father and just not there for his kids or his wife and it's it really exactly. just bleeds into people's lives when they get older because then they start to abuse it and then they start uh you know to hurt people and mostly hurt themselves you know 
So yep. something like that. It's always been a big issue for me because like bars, I feel like no one should, if you drive to a bar, you shouldn't be allowed to drive out with your, your keys unless you take a breathalyzer test. Like it should be at least the minimum requirement. Um, but right. hey, that's getting too much into politics, but I'm glad to see that you've gotten over that. I won't pre-pressure you into alcohol. You know, that's not something that will do, but the tattoo, that is a different <laughs> story. Yeah, my wife wants me to get tattooed too. It's just uh just one of those things again. If it happens, it happens, man. What tattoos does she have, if you don't mind me asking? She has a Greek saying, um and it's really pretty. It's it's for it's with her grandma on her back. Um I can't remember the whole saying. It's really pretty, but it's like a long it goes all the way from like the bottom of her back all the way up and it kind of just wraps around and um, it's really pretty, like Greek. So I always have, have to ask what it means. Have you seen Angelina Jolie's uh, back tattoo? I've not. She has um, this uh, big. I think it was uh, riding too that goes from the uh, the length of her back all the way up to her neck too as well. So it's really cool, intricate tattoos out there that I think are amazing. Tattoo artists yeah. are artists. I'm not gonna lie. She wants her sleeve done, so I think the actual next tattoo purchase between us would be her sleeve because she wants she's got it all planned out already so if things like that like when it's already planned out then we're just gonna go for it for sure um yeah we, we're just now starting to look at artists for her for her sleeve yeah i mean if you're ever in houston i mean my guy is really really good um soda is his name uh you can also soda. search him up that is cool yeah. name. he's also on instagram he has he's pretty booked a lot uh but he tattooed my both of my tattoos um, I'm probably going to go to him for a third one, honestly, because he's, he's pretty good. He's talented. Um, a, a, last few questions, questions I have for you, Blaze, I promise you. Oh, um, you're good, man. Well, with, sticking on the, the topic of spooky season, I mean, have you had anything ghost-wise related happen to you? Do you believe in ghosts? I, I do. I think it's not like what the uh, many shows or portray like where you see full figures and stuff like that it's um my wife and i both can see well she she more than i way more than i but i see like black shadows and i've seen one the most recent one was at um my my then then girlfriends with my wife's um parents house and it looked like there was like this like this head that was popping around the the uh the the doorway from the kitchen looking into the living room looked at the what i thought was a head but it was just like a as soon as i looked it was like a solid just like black like shadow that pulled its head back well what mm-hmm. looked like the shape of the head and so i asked i like is there anything over there in the kitchen and that's when my um that's when my wife told me yeah there's something in the basement that like a shadow that she sees in the basement all the time Shut and, up. What? And so like so she's actually seen like a white like a white figure, uh like a white You're woman currently figure. Living? No, no, not not where I'm currently living. This is oh, back okay. at her parents' house. Oh yeah. sorry, I missed that. I missed that. Yeah, this is this is back at her parents' house. But basically when I first met her years ago, like twelve, twelve, almost thirteen years ago. And uh yeah, that's um that was like the most recent one. There wasn't really too much happening here. A lot of creepy stuff with my mom's house. Um, 
just because I think there was a lot of like negativity and and whatnot, and all that can fester some spirits and whatnot. So for mm-hmm. me at that point, I always kind of had like this image of like this this uh this this creepy like figure that would be laughing and like running up to you and laughing in your face when you you'd be walking. Like I wouldn't see it physically, but just really randomly, it just like one of those images that would just pop into your mind and it would just like try to like freak you out. And I, and I know it's just like all the negative energy in the house and stuff. So it's like, hmm. I know. I, 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 in that I, same house, that same house, my wife, then girlfriend again, um, heard somebody tell her to shut up. What? Yeah. And she only heard it? Uh, well, she was, a, she was by herself at that time. Um, but she swears she heard like somebody tell her to shut up. So what, I mean, I'd I'd love to have her on and talk about this, but do you know if there's anything that has happened that might have caused her to have this strong connection? Uh, I don't know. She's she's always been like that. She's just always Mm -hmm. been like that. Yeah. It's intriguing. I mean, myself too. I mean, before you said this, Blaze, I never really told anyone, but I've always, yeah, like, black shadows would just be in my peripherals and I see something move. Then when I would look over, I'm like, there's nothing there. When you just explained that, like, the hairs in the back of my neck kind of stood up because I just thought I was the only one. Like, that that was something that I just saw. Maybe I was going a little crazy. I'm not just seeing things or I am seeing things and I should just ignore that because, I mean, back in the day, we lived in this pretty scary house to where my sister, she was upstairs and my aunt was taking care of her. Um, and she was cooking, you know, doing her own thing downstairs. Um, and she heard my, my sister upstairs playing. Um, and then all of a sudden the footsteps got a little bit heavier. After that, uh, my sister just at the top of the stairs was asking for my aunt. And she was like, Tia, Tia, Tia Ben. And then she stopped what she was doing. And she looked at the top of the stairs and she was like, my friend wants to say hi to you. And she looked at the door. It was locked. She looked everywhere. The windows were closed. So she got scared and she went upstairs to see, you know, who was she talking to? And then, you know, went into the room and there was nobody there. And she asked her, like, who were you talking to? Who wanted to say hi to me? And she said, well, there was this man. He was uh, in a big black coat and he had boots on but he was just bones and no skin just bones and blood and so that was probably the scariest thing that we had happen in that house Uh, my other sister whenever we would be outside or you know playing rollerblading or on our bikes she said that she kept feeling this presence behind her and this like laughing of a clown like almost like a clown laughing um that's as much as she experienced uh as well until we had like this separate part like there was like this shed disconnected from the house she said that she saw a hand reaching down there from a hole like from the upstairs and when they went upstairs to check what it was there was nobody there they saw the hole they could look down the hole but you know Nobody was up there. 
So it, it's freaky things like that, and it just makes you wonder what happened, uh, what needs to be cleansed. Is it the energy, like you were saying, or is it just like there's this spirit here that's stuck? You know, it, it's it's not able to leave. As we see in a lot of movies, it's always like um, a token or, you know, it's usually their body is still somewhere in, in there that it wasn't properly buried. So the spirit just feels like it's still there and it until it can go away properly. And it's right. it does get a little spooky at times. I mean, all the stuff from The Conjuring and Annabelle, the fact that that's real. Yeah, it's been dramatized for Hollywood and things like that. Right. But some of it's real. That Great. story doesn't come out of thin air like nothing. Right. Uh, so there's parts in this world that I feel like are also very full of just negative and dark energy and we don't know what's going on there and I don't know man there's some things I haven't been able to explain but onto a different topic that is a lot of you know conspiracy and contradicting and you know trying to prove it that it's false is in the fact that aliens um, have you ever had any alien stories that you felt like you might have experienced something that that shit shouldn't be there uh, not maybe specifically aliens. I think we have underestimated what our military is really doing or capable of. So a lot of like the UFO stuff today could be attributed to what our U.S. military is doing. We're not, we're, they're never going to tell us what, what's going on up there. And as far as like their projects and as far as aliens, I feel like we should probably be more fearful about what's in our oceans than than outer space um we're silly to think that we're the only life in outer space but just the fact that we've only explored like two percent of our oceans there's definitely other other species or not just like other fish but there's definitely there's definitely other um like there's definitely other like uh like species out there you know lack of better word it's super easy to hide from us in the ocean oh they see a bright tank with lights coming let me just go that way in the other big part of the ocean so even if we do explore it like what if we yes. don't catch it you know it's have you heard of the conspiracy theory of squid and octopus the squid no that they're not from our world oh. that, that when they lay eggs they look like alien eggs that would make sense yeah i mean that's pretty crazy too as well i mean if the bermuda triangle why do things keep getting lost there? What's happening there? <laughs> I think what? there's, I think there's like some, a lot of underground um, pyramids underneath the, the water that we don't know of in the area that are generating a lot of energy still, creating all kinds of havoc on our electrical systems. A city of Atlantic. Have you ever heard about that one? Yep, I think that one is probably Bermuda Triangle. Oh, you think that's where it's located? Ooh, pretty sure. Well, let's go take a fishing boat and find out. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, we if, die if not that, it's definitely military. Another oh, military yeah. um, installation. Yeah, and it's just like, why aren't more people wanting to search it? Is, you know, the restrictions or is it you can't go there? You know, why isn't there like a mass people just saying, we need to figure out what the hell's over there? But maybe you're right. They aren't too scared because. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go. Someone else do it. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, no, I think I think aliens are real. I think they might be here. 
um they might be hiding but i feel like they're definitely out there in our universe same with the ocean how much has been explored only a small percentage so i think if we can explore our ocean first i think then we can uh, move on to to space but yeah, I wonder what's hiding within our communities. That's that's the scary part. There was a yep. a movie that recently. Do you have Hulu? Do you watch movies on Hulu? I do. There's a new movie that just came out. I think it's called You Won't Survive, um, and it's an alien movie about you know. There's a, a big number. I think there's a hundred thousand, a hundred certain break-ins and homes every year. And, you know, this one's different because the one breaking into their house is an actual alien. I recommend it because that movie gave me the heebie-jeebies. One of the things that scares me is people walking really fast and, like, heavy on wood floors. But you can't see where they're coming from. Like, that's... <laughs> that makes me feel uneasy uh, just hearing that noise. And I, I feel like that's a good survival movie and kind of fearful movie i recommend it you know spooky spooky time you know getting cuddled up cuddled up with the wife and getting scared i think it's a good movie to see it's a brand new one on hulu um i i think that's that's pretty terrifying because it's it's possible that at any time aliens can break into a house and you know what was from the lights of again? that movie you won't survive, I believe. You won't survive. I got to see which one that my wife recently watched. There was some other similar alien movie that she was watching where I remember this one scene where all the people were looking up in the sky and had their hand up towards the sky. And um, they kind of like caught her looking at them. And um, No one will save you. I'm sorry. I, I gave that to you wrong. No I one think, will save you. I think that's the movie. She. Was, I think that's the movie. Yeah, because at at one point of the movie, everyone was raising their hands to the sky. Yep. Okay, that's the movie. I didn't. I, I got to watch it myself. I know she was watching that while I was. Uh, hey man, she you know, gave you a good recommendation. <laughs> that sounds. So, that sounds cool. I haven't had a good like extraterrestrial movie. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. But don't tell her I told you. You know, say that you came up with like, hey babe, you know, you were watching that movie. I kind of want to watch it now. Let's watch it again because. <laughs> I've learned that in a marriage, that if your wife tells you something first, do it. And then if another person says, this is a pretty good idea, don't make it seem like it was their idea that made you push and be like, oh, babe, remember that you were talking about not too long ago? Let's let's do it. Yeah. Don't make me feel like I gave you the confidence to watch it. <laughs> Give her your... No, no. Give her that no, love. She, she loves just putting on, on shows and movies when she's doing her thing. So it was like... A... Yeah, I was kind of like going in and like, she's like, yeah, it's, it's a good movie. So she, she would definitely watch it with me. Yes. Uh, again. So yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that one out. Yes, we, we just watched that one and because uh, we just finished rewatching the Harry Potter uh, series and uh, just kind of like to put us in the Halloween mood and everything like that. I love those movies. Yeah. Um, do you have she any favorite it. movies? I'm sorry. What um, were you going to say? No, my wife loves my wife loves uh, Disney movies. Um, Same here. My wife is a big Disney movie fanatic. I think it's got to be Zombieland. Zombieland. I would not if it's really Zombieland. Yeah, I, like it's Matrix a great and all movie. that. Like those are all good movies. I just like those quirky, making fun of future apocalypse setting 
type movies. I don't know. <laughs> it's just it, it puts a funny spin on what you know what, on, I, on what the tradition on like very uh, it puts a, it puts a different spin on a very saturated zombie genre. There's so many of like the spooky zombie stuff. So it's like okay, let's make it fun. You know? Have you? You probably have. Have you seen Shaun of the Dead? Yes. That's a personal That's favorite one. zombie movie. That's a good zombie movie. Yeah. I love that one. So, I mean, yeah, though, I mean, zombie movie related wise, I would say those are some pretty top tier movies. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Just because, again, they, they put a different spin on such a saturated zombie market. <laughs> a serious zombie movie that I love is World War Z. I feel like that one is, is, is a really good one. I feel like story. The yeah, I have not the played movie. the game. Yeah, the movie's cool. The game is really cool. It's a multiplayer game. I'm playing that on Wednesday mornings. Uh, if you want to join in, but yeah, that one is uh, that was a lot of fun, especially with with co-op. I'm gonna have to because I I want to see it. I think I've I've gotten recommendations about the game before. See, if I've given you a recommendation about a movie, you're about to give me one about a game. Look at that. Yeah, what was he? It's been I've only played it twice now, and I've I've been enjoying it playing with a, uh, another friend hit marks for weeks mm-hmm. shout out and uh him and his wife we're gonna try to get them on as well for world war z but yeah if uh, if y'all enjoy if you and your wifey enjoy the the will left for dead kind of kind of games mm-hmm. that's exactly oh, what it is yes. but i feel like it's more it's a little bit more polished has different mechanics i used Way to more love zombies. that game oh that game was so much left for dead oh i loved it we're having trouble on, on even normal difficulty uh, but there's two like i think there's three higher difficulties above normal i believe Yikes. yeah so it's like it's a good challenge am i gonna have to take you up on it i mean we haven't played texas chainsaw in a while so i mean i think that's still her game but if i get her on world war z maybe i can get her off of that game <laughs> hey we're still playing T- texas chainsaw too that's a cool game right i've enjoyed that a lot um really good game out there and if anyone wants to join i'll i'll play leatherface and i'll kill all y'all <laughs> yeah do you do you stream i haven't uh remember that one time you gave me a shout out when i joined your twitch yeah i saw that that was the last time i streamed and gotcha, I, okay. at that point i was streaming call of duty and I wasn't like being competitive or just being out there how many kills or, or victory royales I was really just playing search and destroy with a riot shield, <laughs> claymores. <laughs> hey, if you looked at my content, it's I, I was like editing videos, like making like duck noises or cat noises whenever a claymore would go off. Or my favorite thing to do would be to find someone with a riot shield, flashbang them, get behind them, and then kill them. And oh, I've done that the, quite a few times with the uh, the finisher. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do um, in Call of Duty because people take it way too serious. Oh, you they know? do, and it's 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 it gets way out of hand too quick. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, we always, we always have fun, poke fun on on those players in Call of Duty. Right, it's cool right. you play Call of Duty. I do. I play Call of Duty. Uh, I love FIFA. I'm about to get the new one, uh, FIFA. Oh, it was F- like FC, yeah, FC twenty four. Um, I love that one. I love Texas Chainsaw. Dying Light uh, is a big one. Um, if you're ever into um, 
are you into historical things and like uh treasures and things like that uh i kind of sorta yeah best game i've ever played on that was uncharted um maybe you can Ooh, even okay. stream okay. that i i highly recommend that you stream that because i had so much fun the story in there is amazing so much that is they that made it into a movie yes it is the playstation one okay um, they made it into the movie, and then another one that from PlayStation is The Last of Us that they made into the TV show. Yes. They're great, great games to play. I I recommend that. Uh, Uncharted, and it goes all the way. They have like four games, so I just recommend playing maybe one to three if you have the time. But it's it's a great game about like history, finding treasure. Is it historically accurate? I think it is. It's pretty uh, on onto the things that they kind of just like exaggerate. You'll see, but it's pretty historically accurate. Um, and then it's a lot of puzzles that you know um, that you have to figure out. That you have to line things together to make it open up a door to find a clue. Big recommendation for me, Blaze. I so if you ever have the time. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be on my list. There's so many games I'm gonna play. The next so one I'm gonna play is Far Cry. Um, I only played three, but um. Never played Far yeah. Cry here. Yeah, the, the the third one I played was really cool. Um, I heard the latest one wasn't as great, but uh, the like the first the first mm-hmm. few are pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Is there any games that you're looking forward to? Stalker Two. Stalker Two. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be replaying those actually. Um, shortly here, just just because I got some some of my videos uh for that got messed up, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna be replaying all the stalker, all the stalker series games. That seems fun. I love it that much. Yeah, it's a it's really fun. It's um, open world. What is it? Uh, like open world Chernobyl area kind of. Uh, like irradiated monsters, anomalies. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really cool environment. I think. Are you big into Assassin's Creed at all? I used to be. I played the very first one and fell in love with that. I think by the by Odyssey. I want to say. Um, maybe even before that. I think once they started going on to like the. Nintendo had handhelds at that time. It started mm-hmm. becoming too much. Yeah, I got into it on Black Flag, and I tried to finish it, but I just couldn't get into it because it was just mostly about pirates and you know sailing. But when they came out with Odyssey, I just engulfed myself into that game, dude. It, I loved learning about Greek mythology, um, just how they had it, and just how you can just really use all those weapons too. Um, I loved Honda. Uh, Honda I almost said Honda Odyssey, dude. <laughs> Assassin's <laughs> Creed Odyssey, and then we got Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and that's what made me want to get the tattoo, the Vidri seal, uh, because I really love the the just education and and just the historical uh, data that they were just showing off of that game. I love, I love, I love those games. It's a personal favorite of mine. I like God of War. God of War is um, if I had to choose between the two, it would be God of God of War for me. Are you have you played the new one? Not the new one. Uh, another one I've also played just the first one, maybe the second one, but uh, yeah, I've not played the, the the most recent ones. 
it's been a while since I've had a PC and uh, gaming system. We actually just mm-hmm. recently built these within the last like three, four years. Mm. Before that, yeah, we were out of like just going through our own like uh, our own little um, trial in life, I would say. But mm-hmm. overall, worked out in the end. You know, it was worth it. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I just uh, just haven't had any kind of PC or gaming until until recently. So I'm not, I feel like I'm catching up on all this stuff now. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I'm excited for you, you know, to see your journey and see you play these games. Um, anything big that. coming up for you, Blaze, uh, that you want to plug in? So I am also going to start reading H.P. Lovecraft's Call of Cthulhu. So mm-hmm. that'll be like uh, an hour or two most evenings through October. Yeah, so I'm excited. I've been I've been meaning to read some of his books. In fact, the H.P. Lovecraft is also called out in Dying Light 2 when you return the books to the librarian. Oh. One of the books that you return is H.P. Lovecraft's collection, which is oh, really cool. I, I came across that yesterday, and I was like the past couple of weeks kind of determining, well, what can I read? Originally, nice. it was going to be the Metro 2033 book, but due to copyright laws, I just didn't want to go down that path. And with the author being in Russian jail right now for 15 years, I figured it might be a little bit difficult to get his permission to read his book on stream. <laughs> so I might have to go with an alternative, which H.P. Lovecraft is now uh, public. Uh, public, was it realm or what's that word? It's now, it's now in the public domain. So. Yeah, 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 I can yeah. I can use it now. Awesome. So I'm excited for that one because I've never read of that, and your the the passion that you speak about it is sounds very intriguing to me. Um, so excited it's for you. Why it's, yeah, it's the reason why he's a very good author. It's a classic story. It's it's redone and annotated in so many f- formats. But I'll be reading the actual open source version that's just available on the archive website. Mm-hmm spooky spooky season coming up everyone so yeah, yeah i highly recommend coming on there and taking a listen are you going to be camera on or camera off it'll be camera on yep all right you'll get to see blaze's sweet sweet face and his, listen to his sweet voice as well serenade you while he listens to that book or reads that book excuse me <laughs> i appreciate you uh, anytime please oh that is my leg ouch um oh. anytime um, anything else that you wish to say? Any any goals that you're reaching out to? Hmm. I just wish everyone be successful in your ventures. Don't hold back from going forth with, with your ideas. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that one idea, that first idea that pops into your head, just follow through with it. I've been practicing a lot of that myself. Just, hey, have an idea. Sounds good. Just go through with it. Mm-hmm. And I've been finding a lot of uh, really cool, really cool things have been happening from that. So that's what, I, that's what I suggest is just try new things. Don't be afraid. Be yourself. And you'll definitely find your tribe. Absolutely. I, re- I, I don't know if I told you it yet. I, uh, I sent my letter to uh, Open Mic and uh, hopefully I get accepted to go on and... Um, Oh, your soon? comedy, yeah, your yes, comedy. Yes, yes, hey, yes, very I'm soon. If, um, if you're in the Houston area, it's going to be at the Riot Comedy Club. 
hopefully on Monday, October 23rd. Uh, support your boy if you want to come out. It's free. Yeah. You just got to sign up. The Riot Comedy Club. Um, if you're not going to be there, I'm hopefully going to be able to record it and post it. So if you can see it online and hopefully laugh with me and not at me. So, um, <laughs> well, well, it'll go good. I'm excited for yeah, it. Um, I'm ready for it to to start and uh, make people laugh. That's what I want to do is just make people laugh. Yeah, you got this, man. Don't be nervous. That's really cool. Yeah. Sending you all the good vibes, positive energies. I feel it. Got this, man. I feel it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on again, uh, because this, as you guys no don't worries, know, man. this was actually our second podcast because our first one, my dumbass, had technical difficulties. Um, but we are good now. Hopefully, we sound great um, to you guys. We want to thank you again for listening to this podcast. I want to thank Blaze again for coming on and putting up with my um technical difficulties asked but uh hey it happens um but we're here now yeah, we had good. a great time again honestly every time i talk to you i have a great time um Likewise, excited man. to have you on in the future hopefully with sugar um and i can get my wife on here and we can uh make bad decisions <laughs> because bringing on our wives and talking shit on us is probably not going to be good but Hey, I feel like our wives could do the whole show, honestly. Right. We'll just be on the back burner and just, <laughs> yep. Yeah. My I'm wife, loves, my wife loves, she loves to talk my wife. So, um, she can honestly do the whole show by herself. If, if y'all just wanted you, to, you know what plays, I think I might take, cause my wife loves talking too. like, she's, she, she's, she's good at that as well. So we'll let them do the whole podcast next time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. There you go. Um, I can't thank you guys again um, so many times. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to reach out to us, uh, you can reach out on Twitter at SSDD underscore podcast or on Instagram at SSDD underscore pod. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we love you all and have a great day. Peace, y'all.